Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Signal Special Report. We are your hosts, Nikki D. Cannon, producer extraordinaire and flannel fan, sporting it today. And I'm Seth, the Mad Doctor competitive correspondent. Nikki D., why are we here today? We are here checking out, giving a little bit of review for one of my favorite Warhammer 40K factions, and that is the Necrons. Seth, here you and here. I you and I are both excited because yep. you and I are both Necron players, or at least we both have Necron collections. I, I have a Necron army. I actually haven't put it on the table until this but I have a Necron <laughs> army. There you go. That's close enough, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. So as we get started here, we'll give everybody kind of a, a heads up. And as this video releases, it's going to be coming out on uh, Saturday, November 25th, mm -hmm. when pre-order comes out. So uh, make sure that you uh, go and order uh, or pre-order both the Codex and the new characters. We're going to yes. be talking about the new characters. There's, I think well, you quite like them. Yeah, I think I think so. Well, there's two of them that are new models and one of them that is a new character. Mm -hmm. But make sure to get the new character, make sure to get the uh, new characters and then the new uh, codex when that comes out order through uh, signal or through frontline gaming. You can see that we've got the link there on the screen. Uh, check that out and uh, make sure that you get that when it when it comes around. But Seth, we've got a lot that we're going to try to cover because, yep. oh, boy, uh, this codex has, has a, a lot. lot of updates. So has what's a lot? What's all in it, Nikki D? Well, so with covering uh, this codex, there's a couple of new things for us. Um, with Tyranids and Space Marines, there were six detachments total. Guys, this one has seven five. for Space Marines. Oh, seven for Space Marines. Yeah, yeah. I think they so took this, the extra detachments from other people. That's oh, I hadn't thought about it, but that might have been it. So, yeah, there are five detachments. One of them um, is actually the same detachment we have from the index um, with some slight name changes, but basically yep. the same. So we've got five total detachments, one brand new character, a couple of new, a uh, couple of characters that are appearing for the first time in plastic. I think that's got us covered, Seth. Yeah. So besides detachments, what else has changed in this codex? Well, um, aside from that, there are some things that are removed. Okay. Um, so really just characters. And this one, if we followed along with what happened with the Space Marines codex, mm -hmm. probably shouldn't be too much of a surprise. What we did see was some alignment with character or char different type of character sheets that were pretty close. And then we saw a lot of the resin or fine cast models removed. So what this means for the Necrons Codex is that previously we had overlords and we had lords. Okay. Now, just overlords. No, I, no I'm, lords. I'm sure Necron fans out there are upset, but for the guy that's new to Necrons, it makes my life simpler. <laughs> Yes, I think so. I think so, too. So just overlords now. So that reduces a data sheet um, and some data and some war gear options that are there, but pretty straightforward. And then the other thing is that almost all, almost all of the resin or fine cast characters have now been removed. Again, uh, yeah. we do have two uh, the Stormlord, uh, Emotech the Stormlord, and Orican the Diviner, which we'll talk about later, that come new with new plastic models. Um, but aside from that, I think we've got just one model in resin that remains. All right. Well, I mean, that's been a, a line. The fine cast line in general has been phased out a lot across a lot of different codexes, so not surprised to see that. Nope. Any any other significant changes to the data sheets? Oh, we got a lot of them. And folks, because this is a Codex Cliff Notes version, yes. we're going to try to keep this one uh, you know, short for the purposes of this. So this is a short description of it. Um, as you get more information, you'll be able to go and uh, and check out the full review. But yeah. if, you're, if, uh, watching... if you're looking for full reviews, go check out our, our affiliates, Tabletop Titans, yep. Vanguard Tactics, uh, Grim After Dark. They're all uh, play on Tabletop. They're all going to have full reviews of the Codex. Go check those guys out. Get the full deep dive. We're here to give you the... The high level knowledge. 
Yeah. So with that, Seth, I'm not going to touch on every, but I am going to touch on a couple of key changes that will impact how the army plays. And the big one that we have to talk about is the change for the resurrection orb. So the resurrection orb would previously be held by an overlord or or lord. Now we know it's just an overlord, right? Uh, And that would allow uh, a unit to reanimate in the opponent's command phase. So you're basically getting twice the amount of... twice the amount of reanimation as a uh, army rule for 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 the necrons it is now it no longer activates in your opponent's command phase now what it is it's a once per battle once per battle ability it allows a unit to reanimate up to d6 wounds at the end of any phase so still powerful still powerful right still very good it's still kind of a stopgap if you need Mm -hmm. you need models now because something else is about to happen and you survive most of the damage and you need to revive it's a good it's a good option yep so that's a big change the other one that i'll make sure to cover for us is the technomancer okay um so this was one where he was typically the guy that would give the five up funeral pain he still has that rule folks um however he did have a different war gear option that allowed him to uh give canoptech units a Uh plus one to hit that warrior option is gone. So mm. now he is just with the five up feel no pain gotcha. uh, and with the fly. But more importantly is his change to what units he can lead. So he can still lead warriors and immortals. Mm-hmm. He can no longer lead Lich Guard. That was a, a pretty beefy unit that he was leading before. Yes, but... He can no longer lead the Lich Guard, but he can lead a new unit. And this one is kind of exciting. He can now lead Canoptech Wraiths. So the uh, the little kind of spider. Yeah, uh, spider I do like Wraiths. I have tails. a lot of those. I like that. I do. This I've got, I've, they've, they're on my paint table right now, okay. folks. So I, I'm really excited for that. Um, again, we're just trying to hit some of the highlights here. So for characters, those are really the big changes, except for one other thing. Um, Seth, let's talk about the Satan. Okay. They all now include on their data sheet a five up feel no pain i'm fairly certain there was a build where a satan had a four up feel no pain and it was just super annoying to kill to begin with yes so now, now they, they all just all, have a five up they all have mm. a five up feel no uh, pain. i'm gonna go buy a void dragon i'll be right back <laughs> they all have a five up feel no pain and that is still with the damage reduction ability that they have now yeah. the transcendent satan that could take the enhancement that specifically can no longer take enhancements but yeah. a built-in five up feel no yeah, pain I mean, oh they still they, pretty good. they are paying they are paying attacks minus one movement so, yeah, but right. I think I think Necron players will take that trade off. But yep. that's I think that kind of covers us for the characters. Do we right. want to jump into some changes? Yeah, for let, the let's hit, let's well let's hit uh, jump into some detachments because uh, we've got Ooh. a lot to cover. So we're de- detachments. Uh, what's going on? We we've got four mm-hmm. new ones, but Awaken Dynasty was the one from the the Codex. Not much of a change here, um, and this is the like like we've seen with Space Marines and like we've seen with Tyranids. There are changes. These are kind of these are the generalist detachments that really kind of stays the same same detachment rule. Um, really, the only things that I can say about this is that there are um, some changes to the uh, to the name of mm-hmm. uh, of one of the enhancements, uh, but that's really about it. Yeah. Nothing really that's different. Good detachment, strong detachment. I think it's still going to see play. Yeah, it still has some good enhancements. The Phasal Subjugator is the plus one to hit aura now. Mm-hmm. It still has Veil of Darkness, which is the teleport enhancement. It still has a stratagem to revive a character when a character is killed, which is super annoying. When yeah. you when you put all your firepower into a unit and you kill it and you kill the character, then the character gets back up and still holds the objective. So <coughs> still super durable, uh, yep. but 
Uh, now we have some other options. The next one up is the Annihilation Legion. Tell us about that one. Yeah, so this is one I think people are going to be really... I think there's a lot of Necron fans who are really excited and have been dying to see um, this type of detachment. It is a detachment that focuses almost exclusively folks on destroyer cult units and flayed ones um so the detachment um bonus is the annihilation protocol just really straightforward destroyer cult and flayed one units they can reroll charges and they also get a, a plus one to their charge roll if their target unit is below half strength um pretty straightforward for this yep. all of the enhancements are for um are really tied into the fight phase. There's some different ways to manipulate the fight phase um, that are going to be pretty strong. And then all of the stratagems are for destroyer cult or flayed one units only. So yep. you've got a couple different units for destroyer cults. Flayed ones are obviously just the flayed ones. So there's some strong items that are in here. My, I guess, concern for it is just there's not a lot of targets for the tools that you're going to get. But yeah. I still think it's going to be popular. It's still going to help you get there uh, into the fight phase, which is where a lot of those destroyer units want to be. Yeah, and so the enhancements I pulled out for this one was the Soulless Reaper uh, prevents enemies from falling back on a 3+, which is really strong, so you want to yeah. tag as many enemies as possible, so you combo that with the stratagem Pitless Hunter, which gives a unit 6-inch pylon or consolidates. Yeah, so there were, there were in prior editions, a number of different ways in which units could tag or keep unit locked, locked in combat. Yep. That's pretty limited in 10th edition. It is. So... You know, it going off on a three plus, I'm sure people would like it to be more automatic, but that's still a really strong ability for this edition. Yeah. And you can always combo charge. You know, you can have one big unit of, of Scorp Tech and, and a unit of something else uh, go in. Uh, the something else kills the, the original target. You pop the six inch pile and consolidate on the, the Scorp Tech, and they basically can move as long as they can end with an engagement. They can get a, a nip, basically another six inch, 12 inches of movement and really tag a lot of targets uh, yeah. and then make it really difficult to get away and and really force your opponent to try to get lucky on those those ones and twos yeah i think it's fantastic all right canoptic court yeah and seth this one might be my favorite or it might be the detachment that i start with um really all of the elements for this detachment are going to give bonuses for canoptic units mm -hmm. or cryptic units so a unit where a cryptic leader is attached to that unit um the way that this detachment works is it's really pretty simple uh, it actually it has a power matrix bonus if you know chaos demons and how okay. their bonus works right with the warp it's very mm -hmm. similar so your deployment zone is always a power matrix no man's land and your opponent's deployment zone are also in the power matrix if you control half or more of the objectives at the start of the phase um, now what you get to do is if you're in that power matrix or if you're in a mm -hmm. power matrix you uh sorry you get the canoptic and cryptic unix are going to get ones uh, reroll ones to hit if you're in the power matrix you're rerolling hits so pretty powerful ability to boost up their damage output i like it yep very solid attachment. Uh, I've I've had the uh, the pleasure to play around with this one. Um, enhancements are kind of eh. Uh, the yeah. the main one is there is a dimensional sanctum which gives a unit infiltrate, so you can kind of have a forward unit. Um, the big one is the uh, cyanosure eradication, which gives a unit dev wounds, which uh, combos really well with uh, something like a a Tesla Immortal Squad with an attached uh, cryptex so they have uh, the reroll ones to hit and ones to wound or if the area that they're targeting is in the power matrix we roll full hit and wound and those uh, i think it's the what is it the psychomancer gives uh fives to a uh, critical hit 
Plasmancer. Plasmancer, yeah. sorry. So you can end up with a lot of bullets coming out of one of those units and doing a lot of dev wounds um, on a relatively cheap uh, combination there um, with just a, yeah. a simple stratagem. So definitely something to keep an eye out for. Uh, definitely going to get some folks uh, some some bad times uh, with those Necrons just tearing you apart at a molecular level. Yep. Up next, the uh, I, I don't can't I, I want to say it's the obedient phalanx, but it's not. It's ob ob science flight. Ob essence. Whatever. We know how to say phalanx. We know we that do part know there. how to say phalanx. No. <laughs> um, so this detachment is going to be pretty straightforward. It's really focusing on benefits for your nobles and tri triarch units. So, um, hmm. so for your nobles, overlords, uh, your lich guard, triarch units. So hmm. this will be the triarch praetorians and the triarch stalker too. Um, so you got some great things in here for it. Each, basically each command phase, you're picking a unit and, um, your, those units are going to get plus one to wound against that unit. So pretty cool getting pluses to wound, especially in this edition against vehicles or monsters getting yep. that kind of bonus is huge. Yep. And there, a lot of the, the enhancements are built around making a, a character even beefier. Um, so one of them is called eternal conquerors just gives the character reroll to hit. So a solid. Uh, way to ensure hits a lot of necron characters don't have a large volume of attacks no. so having that assurance of getting those attacks to hit at least helps um stratagem wise they had actually some for vehicles which i was interested in because they have a minus yeah. one damage stratagem for for vehicles called nano assembly protocols which i was kind of surprised to see with the emphasis on uh praetorians and lich guard and overlords um, but there are some trioch sarcus so that might make sense um and then they have uh, Suffer Not the Rivals, which is precision and melee for Triarch units and uh, Lich Guard, which is yeah. really strong for the Lich Guard because if you run yeah. into them and they, they're pretty decent in combat and then all of those attacks have precision, um, they can certainly snipe some characters out really quick. So yeah. definitely uh, something to keep an eye on uh, if you're relying on a lot of characters to buff up your units. Yep. I, I think this one's good. I, I sort of like some of the uh, other detachments. My question is, like, are there enough of these units around the table where you're going to get the benefits of the stratagems? But mm -hmm. the stratagems, though, and the enhancements, they are strong. So when they come into effect, they're going to hit hard. I yep. do like that. Our last one, and we can definitely pronounce this one, Hypercrypt Legion. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Seth, I had mentioned earlier that the uh, uh, Canoptech court was probably in contention for the one that I may like to run with. Yep. Hypercrypt Legion, we did see this previewed on Warhammer Community, and this one immediately got folks excited. Uh, if you have played against Index Grey Knights, guess Very what? Similar. Necrons, we Index Grey Knights now, boys. Uh, where it basically, if you're doing a 2,000-point game, uh, you're going to be able to, uh, at, at the end of uh, the opponent's fights phase there, you're going to be able to take three of your units, put them back into strategic reserves. So that there, I think this is a great benefit or boost for the Necrons because you've got some units that have some pretty darn good shooting and being able to take them and teleport them all around to the board and get some angles. It's really going to force your opponent to also kind of play more KG, maybe mm -hmm. help you control the board more. So this one I really like, I think it fits for the Necrons really well. Um, there's not a ton of units that have deep strike. So that part there, I think that is going to yeah. limit the power of it somewhat because, you know, something like a doomsday arc as an example, if it goes into the strategic reserves, it's going to be limited to coming back in on the board edges yeah. so um that part there some limitations but still great overall but yeah. seth what did you like from this detachment well so you, you said there was a limitation on deep strike there is a way around that that's the osteoclave fulcrum enhancement that does give yep. a unit deep strike so there is a way around that and then if you want more units going out of reserve in and out and if you want four you can use the dimensional overseer enhancement to get one more unit going into hyperphasing so pretty strong now yeah. the problem with this 
that I saw initially when I was reading the rules is if I'm off the table during the command phase, I don't reanimate. They have yeah. a stratagem to get around that, which is a stratagem to allow re reanimation crypts allows you to do reanimation protocols in reserve. So that allows for you to to kind of continue to revise some of those units that are off the table. And importantly, it's all units that are in reserve get reanimation. And if you pull something off the table, it doesn't necessarily have to come in by turn three. So if you're like, man, that, that unit took a hit, it needs to sit out for two or three turns to get some healing and you just keep popping this stratagem over and over and over again, you can definitely heal up a lot of those units. Yeah. And then when if you're bringing them in, normally that nine inch bubble can be quite uh, hamstringing, mm -hmm. <laughs> but cosmic precision allows you to ignore the nine inch rule and come in within three inches. So yeah. there's definitely a lot of utility here. Uh, I'm definitely interested to see. This is kind of the one that I get when I see this rule set and I and I see it, this army in the hands of a, of a high skill player, I'm going to get a little concerned because they're going to be everywhere. Yeah, it, there's not a lot of, there's actually very little in this detachment that boosts the Necron's uh, damage capability. It's more about playing, putting your units in the right places or removing your units from the yep. places where your opponent wants them to be. So I think this is going to be one where it's going to be, this detachment is going to be a high ceiling, yep. but low floor style of army, <laughs> meaning those that play it or play it well are going to play it very well, but it's going to be difficult to replicate those results for your average you know, tournament player or your narrative or casual player. Yep. So there are a few new units and models you wanted to hit on before we send this one to bed. Yep. Uh, yeah. So Imotech the Stormlord in his new plastic, fantastic model that I'm definitely picking up. If you used him in your list in 10th edition with the index, he yep. is basically the same. He just gets plus one wound. Solid. That's it. That's it. So I guess he kind of gets primaricized. That's really it. Um, and then Orican the Diviner, um, his really him, uh, he's also got a new model. And his change is at what units he can lead. Okay. He can uh, only lead immortals or warriors. What we saw for the most part is was him leading big blocks at 20 warriors because he would give the unit a four plus invulnerable save. So I expect that. I yep. expect that to really stay the same, actually, um, but not really any other changes for him, but still great model. I think a lot of folks are going to be picking that model up because he was being used in list anyways. And then there's the new model, which is the Overlord with Translocation Shroud. He has the same stat line as an Overlord. Mm -hmm. uh, this does include, uh, and he includes some, some of the same... Um, abilities yeah. the overlord my will be done which allows you to use a battle stratagem uh for zero command points um once once per uh once per round which is which is great yep. um, he does come with a resurrection orb following the new rules for it and then that his his special or unique uh, ability is a translocation shroud this was previewed on warhammer community when advancing the unit automatically goes an additional six inches and they can move through models and terrain when completing a normal move ad advance or fallback so that extra mobility for necrons which are mm -hmm. typically a slow army i actually like that yeah definitely helps no, never gonna say no to mobility so no. uh kind of final thoughts what do you like and what are you excited about what do you want to do with with all these new toys yeah, so I'm excited. I am ecstatic to be playing Necrons here. Um, I have been I've been saying for a couple weeks or months that they were probably going to be the army that I was going to focus on from a hobby perspective, and probably run them as my army through Cherokee, which is right. run by this uh, great organization, Frontline Gaming. I am probably going to be experimenting and playing with Necrons for the next few months. There's, I mean, Solid. I think really. 
you've got you've got options with almost all of these detachments that are um, that are going to allow for some very different styles of play. Um, so I'm really excited. The new models look great. There's there's three of them. You know, two of them are just redone characters. But Seth, I I like what I see here. I'm really excited to to get this codex in my hands and for everyone else to be bringing necrons with the new codex onto the table as well yeah yeah i'm excited uh definitely i like wraiths kind of getting a a glow up i have a lot of wraiths mm -hmm. and i like the big chunky and vulnerable models uh so yeah. i'm excited to give them a try <laughs> but yeah. other than that that's all we've got for tonight don't forget to check out our friends over at tabletop titans play on tabletop uh grim after dark Mm -hmm. uh, Vanguard Tactics, all those boys are going to have full in-depth reviews, uh, so go check them out. Uh, if you want to pick up any of the new product or expand your Necron collection, don't forget to check out Frontline Gaming. Uh, the web cart is, is a great utility. Everything's already 15% off. If you want to use the code in the, or the link in the uh, description below to help us out here at the show, we would love it. Uh, otherwise, tune in to us every night, uh, every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live to see Nikki D and I in the flesh on the web joined with of course kicker uh but until next time uh we really hope you enjoyed this codex preview uh thank you so much for watching and we'll see you on the next one thanks everybody